It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Universal Car Care provides high-quality automotive repair and maintenance services. With over 20 years' experience, solutions are their business. Whether you're driving a BMW, Ford, Nissan, Mini Cooper, or any other vehicle, Universal Car Care will honestly evaluate your car, then prioritize any necessary repairs with you to work within your budget. Contact them today at 909 629 
1-800-242-7621 and mention EOTM Radio for discounts. Conveniently located in Pomona, off the 10 Freeway, 909-629-7621. There is a right weight for every individual. Only you can decide what that weight should be for your body. Likewise, how to reach and maintain your correct weight is up to you. One way is to add calories to your exercise and diet regimen. Why? Because Calories is a clinically tested, naturally sourced, stimulant-free dietary supplement that can give you the edge in managing your weight. Ten years of research has shown Calories' superior fat-binding properties can reduce up to 500 calories a day from the fat and foods you eat. Two Calories tablets taken with any meal containing fats will absorb and eliminate up to nine times their weight in fat without side effects. Calories needs no prescription and is available at your local GNC, Walgreens, and soon CVS store or online at calories.com. That's C-A-L-O-R-E-A-S-E.com. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, listen. You know, while you're enjoying this program, you could be making touch-ups to pics you've taken. Not just any photos, ones that make people say, Oh my God, how'd you do that? And I've got the instructions to help. Go to www.learntrickphotographytoday.com. I'll teach you how to amaze them all. Go to www.learntrickphotographytoday.com. Giving you the mouth, E O D 
Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Real Talk Live with Carla B. and Gerald E. Rose right here on EOTMRadio.com. And we are back live, and we have a lot to talk about tonight. Welcome back, Gerald. What's going on, Carla? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's um, it's definitely been intense um, the past um couple days um to say the least here in um in las vegas so it's it's been interesting it's been interesting i know you want first to all, um touch on yeah go ahead first of all how you doing like you said you are currently in vegas so that's what we didn't know how you doing i'm good i'm good it's it's definitely been really intense um everybody in like in the community um you really feel that they feel like we really need to come together, you know, so you're right, seeing right. that, you know, and it's, it's kind of a right. sadness. It's, it's very, it's very unfortunate, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling all that here. I can understand. So when it, when it, when it took place, where were you, were you at home out and about or when it, when this first happened, where were you located at? No, I was at home. I, I was in Las Vegas. I was, I was home. And I started seeing things um, through social media. And, um, you know, I don't really follow a lot of the, the mainstream news because it's just so tragic in itself. But, um, of course, right, you couldn't right. shy away from that. You know, even if you didn't want to watch it, it was everywhere. Right. You know, every right. every channel, um, everybody's looking at it on their cell phones, on their um, laptops, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, um, yeah, it was... Um, you know, definitely an experience. But yeah, right. It's a, right, like it's a lot. You're going from a hurricane to a a terroristic attack. I don't care what they say <laughs> to me. I think that was a terroristic. Uh, was terrorism. This guy was the terroristic act. You know, and um, it's just sad, man, that he killed what fifty people and wounded like fifty people. I mean, I'm sorry, he killed fifty no. people and wounded five hundred people. I'm sorry, did I get that right? Well, you know, I'm not following the story, um, you know, point by point like that, but I think that's definitely, um, you know, um, accurate or or close to it. Um, I'll tell you this. I was in the office yesterday, and a a lady comes into my office, and um, and she asked, you know, what what were you thinking? What were you? Were you there? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, and I I asked her if she was. She said she wasn't, but her boss got shot. Her boss was there um, at the concert, and she got shot. She got shrapnel, like, in her side, so she's going to be okay. But it just seems Mm -hmm. like everybody knows somebody that was directly affected by that, kind of like the 9-11, you know, know, when the towers came down. It's like everybody knew somebody that um, was directly impacted by by that that tragedy. Um, and I, but yeah, and I know I'm that seeing. is a, uh-huh. a tourist that is a tourist state, tourist city. So I wonder if that's going to hurt it financially in the in the future because you know a lot of people go to Vegas. So. You know yeah, don't I don't so? think so. Okay. I, okay. No, I, I don't think. Um, you know, I mean, I I I, I rap right past the strip. You know, um, going to work, and um, okay. you know, the past couple of days, it's still it's still steady, it's still um, thriving. I, I, okay. I think people are more um, paying attention to to their surroundings. They're probably a little bit more paranoid, but um, 
you know, I, I don't think it's going to directly affect the tourists coming into Las Vegas um, behind this. I really don't. But um, time oh, okay. will tell. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're okay and, and things like that. So I was like, because I remember um, that you was that you used to live in L.A. I was like, wait a minute, Carter's in Vegas. So when I yeah when I, when I seen that you uh, that you hit me up the inbox, I said, okay, she's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm back and forth, you know, hopping, hop from Atlanta to um, Las Vegas to um, Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles. Now wait a minute, wait a minute. Now if you come to Atlanta, you don't pick up the phone and call me because I ain't met you in person. Now we gonna have a we gonna have a problem. You just told on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't been there lately, but I have a family there. I have family there, you know. Um, I still okay. rent a house there. I have a house in um, in Atlanta, um, near Camp Creek Marketplace. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Like, wait so a minute. What's no, going she on? didn't come this way and didn't say nothing. Well, <laughs> I'm just getting off another road trip. You know, I was in Detroit, Michigan. I launched another local chapter in Detroit, and it was amazing how this church and this city actually welcomed New Order to it. You know, to to Detroit. It was amazing. You know, I was, uh, me, myself, you know, doing a lot of networking, supporting the black-owned business there in Detroit and had a chance to uh, speak at a church. And it was just very exciting. My family was in, was in attendance, you know, my first cousin. That's the first time that my cousins in Detroit had seen Gerald do activism. They had been seeing it from a distance, but that's the first time they seen me up close doing this type of work. You know, because our family is very involved in the community. So the last, and to be honest, some of my cousins I haven't seen them since childhood. So when I came this time, you know, they seen you know what I was doing in the community, and it almost put a tear in my eye. You know, so it was very, very nice, very supportive, and I'm just excited, man. That that the the pastor that gave me much love to the organization. I can honestly say that, you know, and that's going to be a strong chapter, which is only 45 minutes from my hometown. So I had to go up to, I had to go up to Ohio and, and, and handle a a issue um, as far as where uh, officers were saying, um, you know, beating up a young man. It was on Facebook. uh, Toledo police finest. You know, we always got issues going on in my home. It's not this, it's just going all over the place. So I went up there and, and met with the Toledo police and met with the attorney and to address that kind of issue. So it was amazing, you know, and like I said, Detroit is like a Chicago, you know, very conscious, a yeah. lot of conscious people uh, in Detroit, you know. So I'm just glad that I uh, officially made it, and my next trip will be Aiken, South Carolina. So just out here okay, doing the work, Carla. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Um, quick question. Go I ahead. got a questions um that came through my um my -hmm. skype instant messenger um last show that i I didn't get a chance to ask you but there were some individuals that wanted to know exactly what your organization Mm -hmm. does can you break that down um for them okay well of course we're a national human rights organization if your rights are being violated we consider the voice for the voiceless you know we can give you legal representation on a national level we have a youth and outreach department. Uh, we just don't just feed people on holidays. You know, our uh, youth and outreach department is very active, you know, actually every weekend. They're out in the community feeding the homeless. You remember the Jose Williams, the late Jose Williams yeah. was 
was doing yeah. right. Yeah, but it's just the fact that we're doing it basically like every weekend. Uh, we do mentoring, you know, and we're just a, we're just a family organization. Like I was saying, um, we have staff members throughout the United States, you know, and, and God is just good. Everybody plays a role. You know, we're very, very organized. We're strict on protocol. You know, we just don't jump on any case. We make sure that we have facts because one thing about uh, uh, some organizations, it seems they go off uh, emotions in the moment. They don't go off facts because, again, new orders in this business for solutions, you know. So right, that's right. the reason why I am personally involved in this. It's not all about being seen. You know, that's why we would yeah. not come to your city just to market ourselves. We come there, we speak to the victim first, get everything, um, you know, recorded, and then we move forward. Matter of fact, uh, you remember the singer, uh, I think it's T-Boz. I don't want. I want to make sure. Yeah, I'm I remember her. Right. Yeah. Is that the light-skinned young lady? It uh, is. Well, anyway, uh, well, anyway, my uh, there was a situation. I think her cousin just got killed um, somewhere. I think in Illinois somewhere. And my research director reached out to her. There's a script that we send out explaining what the organization is, what we do, and she replied. You know, because she felt that the uh, officers killed her cousin it was unjustified. And she replied, and then uh, if she do go from there, of course, they have to fill out a complaint form, you know, mm-hmm. and then once it gets approved, uh, my chief of staff in Columbus, Ohio, John Drummond, will, will review everything that he would get with me and say, hey, Gerald, we need to move forward. So once he give me the green light, uh, we will move forward because he's been doing this for like 15 years now. you know. So and I he's an attorney, him. correct? No, he's not. But we do have attorneys okay. that work with us, you know. But he okay. does all my, um, um, you know, complaints, and he works with the attorney with the client itself, you know. So, uh, but <laughs> the talent that we have is just unreal, Carla. You know, across the board, you know, from the political strategists to, you know, again to our youth and outreach department, our administration team. You know, it's just it's just a wonderful thing. So, you know, we're just there for the people first. That's our venue. Now what we're going to put together is a newsletter for the organization. You know, okay, that's what's uh, up. Yeah, yeah, we start on that as well. Okay, That basically okay. kind of sums it up, you know. So uh, I hope I answered your question, you know. And like I said, uh, I can give out a number right quick. Of course, I know we give it out at the end of the show, but, of course, you can visit you can our website. It, go ahead. It's one eight hundred three four six five one three eight, or you can visit our website department at www.nonhro.org. And also, I just want to let you know we do have an education department. You know, and a lot of people in organizations they do like either monthly reports or biweekly reports on each department that they're working in, which are required. You know, so it's okay. just a wonderful team. It's just a it wonderful sounds like team. It. You see it on the outside and looking I'm in. Oh yeah. I've, I've seen I've seen you guys in action. Um, share with us <laughs> some of your um, success stories um, and like the national coverage um, that you 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 give to Who's your to with? your clients. Okay. Uh, yeah. When Michael Vick, when Mike and Vick, Michael Vick got in trouble in 2007, um, I know that uh, sometimes we fall on our back. And um, I, I decided to get involved. It's before that he admit guilt that he, he was involved in the dog fighting. But 
as him being a uh, a black athlete, it's like he was already convicted in the media. So I decided to uh, to take a stance because I knew Michael Vick was doing other stuff um, as far as great things in the community. So I wanted to let him know right. that he's not alone, but as long as you learn from your mistake. And a lot of people thought I was crazy and this and that or whatever. I was sending Michael Vick a letter once a month to say, hey, keep your head up. That's when he was in, in Kansas when he was in prison. I remember, up, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and God will give you a second chance. And then he ended up um, getting out of jail and signed a $100 million contract. You remember that with the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles? Yeah. You know, and everybody was like, wow, you um, that's a, you write about that. Say, hey, once I believe in something and I see a mm-hmm. solution, I go for it. Sometimes right. it's considered right. walking out on faith. You know, also we went up to Flint, Michigan to address the water crisis. In Michigan, we I remember that too. Yeah, issue. yeah. We sent a letter to Governor Snyder, you know, that it is public, saying, "Hey, whatever is going on, it needs to be fixed." To my understanding, that uh, they still have some 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 issues going on up there, but as a national human rights organization, we did our part. Not just reading it all on Facebook on the news. We believe in getting off Facebook and going to work and get some results. So we, myself and my spokesperson, my chief of staff. You know, we, we drove up to Flint to let the community know that we're suffering as well. You know, we go come back yeah. to clean water. They had to they had to go back to dirty water, you know. So we want right. to know that, hey, we, we're suffering too. Uh, it was a case called the James Craig Anderson case out in, um, in 2011 in Jackson, Mississippi. It was very whole pro- a very high-profile case, you know, and uh, where a carload of four white teens, uh, ran over the African-American man at a hotel. They just called him the N-word. He was killed. And I was like, you know what? Something needs to be done. I didn't, work, I didn't wait on these, these other major organizations because we are a national human rights organization. I, I was going to Jackson, Mississippi, maybe like once a month. We got results. Justice was served. I met with the DA, you know, make sure that, you know, that we need to, everybody need to be charged because what happened was, they only tr- they only try to charge just one driver. Now, Carl, if me, yourself, and uh, two other African Americans got in the car and just ran over someone, we all gonna be charged with the same crime. Am I correct? Um, I believe so. Oh, I don't yes. know. I don't think yes. so. Uh, no, no, we will. It, Believe it, me, we will. And um, and eventually, uh, the pressure that we had put on everyone was charged. You know, so I could go on and on. Even the Sandra Bland case. I know you remember that case. Yeah, I remember that case. Right. I got a call from a young lady out of Detroit, Michigan, that I went to high school with. And she said, Gerald, I need you in Texas. I said, why? I could have been Sandra Bland. I was like, okay. So I understand where she was coming from. All my expenses was paid for. She flew me up to Texas. And I had a press conference in front of the jail. Would it say this young lady uh, committed suicide, which I don't believe as of today. I think something was some foul play that took place inside that jail. But I just wasn't just outside the jail. I was inside the jail, and I had a chance to meet with the lieutenant uh, of the jail. It was like a Mayberry town, you know. So uh, I had a chance to, 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 to play my part. You know, there's always two sides to a story, but I actually had a chance to go out there to have a a national press conference. It was like on ABC World News, you know, and right, I was, right. 
explaining myself the to the world that, you know, we're concerned about what's going on because there has been several other black women uh, has been killed during that time inside uh, city count and city jails throughout the country. So there was a pattern going on at the same time. So I was very concerned about that, you know, things like right. that. So, you know, so it's just, you know, it's not even trying to be on TV, Carla, just the fact that I'd rather resolve the issue you know, and don't have no cameras, but sometimes you have to bring cameras in, you know, to let expose sometimes the corruption that's going on across this country. You know, even the thing happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, when I found out that the young man, one of the young men that was caught on tape um, utilizing an African-American man was right here in my backyard, was from Marietta, Georgia. You know, and the reason why I got involved because he was bragging about it on Facebook. Now he lives wow. in my backyard. All right, so I immediately called uh, the chief of police of Cobb County to let him know that uh, there's one of the young men uh, that was involved in this. I know it was out of his jurisdiction, but he said, "Well, Mr. Rose, I'm gonna do all I can do to make sure that we get this man apprehended." to bring a, a warrant out for his arrest, even though it happened in Virginia. So I was like, okay, got my witness. After um, I, I got involved, I made a video on Facebook, you know, and things like that. I think within like two weeks later, he called me and said, hey, a warrant has been issued for this young man. And, um, and he was caught here in Georgia, but he had to go back to Virginia to face the charges. So and I prayed about that as well. So it's solutions. You know what I mean? It's all yeah, about definitely. solutions. And that's what people need. Yeah, for, it is. You know, yeah. Yeah, we so. need solutions. We definitely do. We need solutions to the problems. We need solutions to to some of these travesties that are happening to people across the country. Too many. Not just right, the country, right. over the world. Yeah, definitely. Right, I want to really right, quick, right. <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. I want to really quickly um, share some information. Um, mm-hmm. If you, our studio line, phone line is, is now open. If you would like to call in and, and discuss what happened here in Las Vegas or um, something in regards to New Order Human Rights Organization, you could definitely call in. The dial-in number is going to be 917-889-7809, 917-889-7809. And you can actually um, catch Real Talk Live with Carla B. and Gerald Rose every other Tuesday right here on EOTMRadio.com. Lastly, you can um, definitely follow us on Twitter, my Twitter Handle is E O T M P R, and Gerald's mm-hmm. is Gerald Rose and the number one. And mm-hmm. and right now we do have a we have a caller that is calling in, and um, okay. the last four digits of the phone number is seven 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 three. I'm going to go ahead on uh, and unmute you, and you'll be live on eotmradio.com. Welcome to the show. Um, I just unmuted seven seven three. Seven 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 three is your last four digits. You're live on air. Okay, well maybe they're just wanting to listen. I will um, put you back on <laughs> mute. I'll go to. Um, there's another caller, and the last four digits of this phone number is four seven two seven, and I am unmuting you now. Your last four digits of your phone number is 4727. You're live on Real Talk Live with Carla B. and Gerald Rose. Welcome to the show. Yeah, how y'all doing? 
All right, how we're you good. doing? We're good. Yeah, I'm all right. Who are we speaking with? Who are we speaking with? This is Nas. What's going hey, on, Nas? Nas? This is your first time calling in? I believe so. Okay, okay. How did you hear about the show tonight? Because I know I don't know who you are. Maybe Carla know who you are, but thank you for calling in, bro. Uh, no, it was up on the, the blog talk site. Oh, okay, okay. You have a question, comment tonight, or what you got going on for us? Uh, no, I, I got to get what the conversation is. Uh, what were you, where were you guys at in the conversation? Well, you know, we, we've talking been talking about, what about it. Right, the tragedy happened in Vegas, not just Vegas, the, you know, the tragedy happening in, uh, in Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, just overall the issues that's going on in this country, bro. I just want to sum it up, you know, and um, I, I know that um, there's a lot going on, but me personally, uh, as doing my part in, in the community, I encourage everyone to get involved and do something because it's bigger than me, it's bigger than you. I don't know if you have any kids. You know, we might learn to agree to disagree, but I respect anyone, at least they're trying to make a difference uh, in the community, you know. So I just came from Detroit, man, and, and went to the heart of the projects, man. And one thing about me, I don't fear no one, especially when someone looks like me. And I would always tell people, like, even if people might be doing some negativity in their community, you know, how can we set example for our future if we fighting each other or you know things like that and I do understand you got some kids raising themselves the parents are not in the household so I know it's it's difficult in certain situations it's just the fact that uh, I just actually me personally I know Carl is very concerned personally the people try to do their part especially right now what's going on in America right oh, okay. right I see uh, yeah well I mean you know this is Interesting times. So, I mean, the thing with Vegas, uh, uh, rest in peace to Dick Gregory. Uh, one thing he used to always talk about was uh, when people worked in a paper mill, uh, they weren't able to smell what mm-hmm. they smelled like when they come out of work. And that's right. kind of been a good metaphor for America. Uh, we have a twisted society whose morals are backwards, who destroys so many people at, at young ages and so many minds that we don't realize that, yeah, there are going to be some times to where we get the backlash of that, of some of these people Mm -hmm. who have been misformed and misshaped and, you know, abused, and some Mm -hmm. of the trauma that has affected them, they'll bring it back onto society. And not only do they take these tragic events and try to turn them into profit-making by showing the footage constantly, showing the shooter's face constantly, which may, you know, enhance somebody else trying to do it, but, you know, we, we got a lot of things to fix in this society. And, and until we get about justice and being right, we are going to keep having outcomes where some it, – it's like a – it will be like a cancer cell. Like if you have – just take your arm and all the cells in your arm and say some of those cells were, were sick, you would need to treat mm-hmm. those cells. But if you decided to continue to whatever you were doing to create that situation, you'll have more and more cancerous cells. So we right. don't address exactly. mental health. Uh, we don't address poverty. We don't address the justice system. And when you have things like that, these, you know, these things are going to happen. It's sad and tragic to see that happen, uh, to have a, you know, a, a terrorist late in life, but wanted to make that mark. You know what I mean? In history, right. he wanted that to be his mark, that he right. massacred people. Right. And well, I, we only, 
Go ahead. Yeah, and we only think of these things from the function of that. Uh, think of the immorality of someone who flies a drone at a wedding mm-hmm. and, and hits everybody there looking for one person. You see what I'm saying? Uh, right, Oppenheimer, right. that scientist, was working on the A-bomb. He, he, he quoted yes. the Bhagavad Gita and said, uh, we have, uh, I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. Now, that's a mm-hmm. scientist that we produced in yeah. this country. That's what he's saying as he's creating this bomb. You know right. what I'm saying? So we got a lot of things that we need to fix in society. And if we don't, then we are going to go from event to event to event. So, right. yeah, yeah, a lot of work to be done. Right. Me personally, I think this stuff has been going on. It's just the fact that we have social media is so strong right now, and the things that people are doing behind closed doors is coming to light now, you know. So um, it just – but me been doing this for so many years, and you got social media, camera phones. It's like, man, my work is really not stopped right now. It's like it's like it's like ongoing, ongoing. So I got to stay prayed up, you know, and things like that because – Anybody could be that victim. And I noticed on what you were talking about, what you think about economics as well in our community. Because, you know, back then, um, you know, we, we, me personally, I think it was more unity. And I think if we start redirecting our money as well as a people, we can start changing things and, 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 and make a difference as well economic-wise. So what you think, what's your point about that? Uh, well, well, look, I, I'll be up front and honest with y'all. I'm a socialist, so I don't think capitalist fixes will work uh, in this nation, especially for us. But when you're talking about the economic condition of black people, you're talking about the theft that was done every generation after generation. It wasn't just slavery and then everything was all good. It was slavery, Jim Crow, black codes, uh, redlining, uh, prison industrial complex, war on drugs, like all of these things, every generation had to deal with their share of racism and their share of theft. So unless we're mm-hmm. talking about reparations, to me, uh, I, I don't, I don't move the, the capital, uh, you know, capitalist conversation too much. But I would say mm-hmm. group economics is always the answer, and I would take that mm-hmm. to working class folks, understanding that you got more in common with each other uh, than you, you know, than other folks. So why right. not start to build your your base together and fight for things that you want to fight for? How we won right. other battles in the past, political, economic, or otherwise. So that, that right. would be my thing. Right, 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 right. Hard to do, though. Easy to say, hard to do. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right about that. But we, we know we got to stop using all these excuses. We can easily do it. It's just the fact that I just feel today we're using too many excuses. You know, we need to move forward because... We, we got the power, man. We know we some very, very smart people, some beautiful people. I mean, we know we know what the problem is. Just the fact that let's just do it. You know, it's proven, man. When I when I when I go across this country and talking to people, and when you have people come to me and say, you know what, sir, I don't even talk to people my, I don't even talk to strangers in my own city, but it's something that you're trying to bring to the table. I understand, and my ears are all open. And I'm like, you know what? What if everybody had a mentality just to just reach out, you know, and things like that? But I know that's not going to happen. You can't save the world. It's just the fact that uh, I got grandkids, man, you know, and if I could just save one child, I'm going to continue to go to war for my people. All all we all can do is do our work, do the best work that we can, and pass the baton on to the next generation. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. But right, just right. like you and many other people who've been burned out and disappointed, 
because they couldn't mm-hmm. get other people on the same accord. You know how this game goes. Uh, right. You only get one life, so you got to find your fulfillment in it and live it the best you can and also do your work. So, yeah, man, it's a, it's a rough job, man. And <laughs> as you know, like everybody else, there are periods where you're real good, you're going to every meeting, you're putting in work, you're doing stuff, and then you may go through a couple of months where you're just like, man, I, I got to go to work, I ain't got time, and you don't do it. So, it's, you know, all of us can right. do better, man. Right, right, right. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I don't know, Carla, you have, a, I guess, a question for our, for our caller? Well, no, I definitely, um, Nas, thanks for calling in. I definitely appreciate your perspective. Um, that is, is my perspective as well. You know, I, I feel that um, to combat what's going on across the country today is not going to be, you know, fighting and, and all these um, these protests. People are angry. But you have to mm-hmm. really look at what's being presented um, to the people on a, on a day-to-day basis. Why are they doing what they're doing? Um, there's always a, a reason behind it, and it's not always what we think. So my thing is, I, you know, I want people to really think about what's going on and um, right. and, and dig a little bit deeper to, to get some answers because it's not what it appears to be. Um, you know, every time that there, there's a tragedy, you know, that, that's all you see for like weeks and weeks and weeks and there's nothing else, and you're feeling like, you know, everybody feels sad. Everybody feels depressed. Of course, you know that people want to get that notoriety and notoriety, and they may do want to do the same thing, copycat type stuff. Um, right. You know, I, I think that I mean, I know that we have to watch the news occasionally to be able to see what's going on, but you, you can't get too engrossed in it because it'll definitely continue to beat you down. And, and despite what happened here in Las Vegas, there are amazing, beautiful things happening around the world. People are coming together. People are coming together to unify. They understand that we are one. And um, and only way to combat this, this terror and this hurt and this pain is through love and understanding and, and getting deeper into it. And, and, Jerry, you're doing some amazing things with your organization, and I definitely appreciate and respect what you're doing, but, you know, people just need more love and humility and just need mm-hmm. to kind of break away from um, all these gadgets and um, and kind of detach a little bit from it all to get a better perspective, and until they do, they won't. Um, that's my that's my opinion. I appreciate that. Um, do we, the caller, you have another comment or anything else you want to say to us? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to take it somewhere else, we can. But if not, uh, yeah, that was, it was good talking with y'all and, you know, good information, man. Yeah, definitely. Man, Thanks the, for calling in, Nas. We appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, man. And get the word out. We we on every other Tuesday. So help get the word out. Like I said, this is something that we can build on a network or whatever. Now, where are you calling from, matter of fact? I'm in Atlanta. Okay, you down here where I'm at. Okay, okay, all right. And you say you see this. You say you see the advertising on a blog. You said not on Facebook. Yeah, he's on, on Blog a, uh, Talk Radio. He's on Blog Talk oh, Radio. Okay. okay, okay, okay. All right, appreciate that. Okay. Thanks, yeah, Nod. Man. Thanks for calling okay. in. All right, y'all have a good one. All right. All right, thanks. Um, Gerald, we're going to go um, yes. to the phone and take another caller. Um, the okay. last four digits of your um, phone number is 1737. I'm going to bring you on live with Real Talk Live with Carla B., and Gerald Rose, welcome to the show. 
You are live on EOTM Radio. The last four digits of your phone number is 1737. Did you want to say something or did you want to continue just with me? Okay. Maybe they're not ready. All right, well, I, don't, I, don't, I hope there's nobody in my organization because there, there's no shy people in New Order. So if you are in New Order, <laughs> please unmute your phone and state your name. Because I know I'm expecting right, some right. people to call in. So I don't know okay, what we'll phone number you have. Yeah. So. Yeah, what I'm going to do, Jared, let's take a quick song break. We'll do some phone okay. screening, and we'll get the callers on. So let's hold tight, take a song break, and we'll be right back. All right. Hello. Been happy lately, thinking about good things to come, and I believe it could be something that has begun. Now I've been smiling lately, dreaming about the world as well, and I believe it could be someday it's going to come. Down on the air, stop. The rise of these trains, oh, these trains take this country, so take me home again. Now I've been smiling late, thinking about the things to come, and I believe it could be something good has begun. Oh, these trains sounding loud, died on the beach train. It's a train, holy road. Everyone jump upon the beach train. Who are we? 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 Who are we?
I think we have another caller that's on the line. Caller, can you announce yourself, please? Hi, my name is Shonda Sims. I'm with New Order. What's going on, Shonda? Shonda is the part of the education department. Shonda, what you got for us tonight? Anything you want to tell our listeners? Right now we're talking about what happened in Vegas and just overall problems that's going on across this country. So what is your comment for tonight? My comment and my opinion is I think we need to show more compassion and love as a whole for people, for the entire race. Um, Like Carla said and the other mail caller and yourself, you know, we're all caught up on these gadgets, these social media networks, sort of like um, the true feelings and love and intentions is detached, you know, through screens, through television. Um, So I think we need to just love more and have more compassion and understanding with the humanity work that we do, with the activism work that we do. It's just terrible. Um, Like the guy said, you can get caught up in all of this madness and it can mentally break you down. Well, I'm kind of thinking I'm at that point right now. There's so much going on. And myself personally, I have a friend from my hometown, Toledo, Ohio, and she just got found dead in her cell last night. She's been in jail since June. She doesn't have any illness. And she left behind like seven kids and five grandkids. So I didn't really want to speak tonight because uh, my emotions might be in my voice. Um, And I don't know. I'm just kind of like sick of it all. Not sick, but, you know, it's just saddening and harding to my heart. It's like it never stops. It gets severe and severe as time go on. So I don't know as far as politics and government. I honestly don't think they have any intention to correct this or stop this. I think they want to take us into martial law. You know, they have an agenda also and a plan also they're working out. But we're talking about solutions today, right? So my right. solution is just we need to... Let me ask you something. You said uh, the young lady was found dead. Now, uh, are we, you think it might be some, I'd like to say, you don't know, do you think it might be some foul play? Is anybody saying any question about your friend that was found dead in her cell? Yeah, I spoke to her kid. I, I spoke to her oldest child today on the phone on my lunch break, and she mentioned that, um, the internal affairs are there mm-hmm. to investigate. Mm-hmm. She mentioned that she had an interview herself with the internal affairs. She's 13 years old. I asked her, was there an adult present? You know, um, she don't even remember the question. She don't remember the answer. But yeah, I certainly believe foul play is involved because the internal okay. affairs is there and they don't have a cause of death yet for the family. Okay, well, what you could do, Shonda, you already know. <laughs> you can pass along our contact information, our phone number, that, and, you know, of course, we're all, you know, they can file a complaint, you know, and I know the, the sheriff that runs that jail, so if, if they yeah. if the family feel that uh, that we need to get involved, at least ask some questions, you know our, our, our door is open. You know that. 
Yeah, I know, and I informed them and gave them that information, and they said they okay. will. They just want clarity. They want the cause of death. They want the okay. autopsy report. They want the coroner. Mind you, they just knocked on their door at 9 this morning and told them okay. that she was dead yesterday. Wow. So everything wow. is fresh and new to me. So that's why I didn't want to speak tonight. I just wanted to listen in. But since you always put me on the spot, like always, I'm here, brother. But, yeah, it's, it's saddening. It's saddening. I just right. say we just need to stay prayed up and covered mm-hmm. and abide in love and love more, you know, not just to like right. on Facebook. When you see them in person, give them a hug. How are you doing today? Is there anything I can help you with? Can I pray with you? That goes a long way, you know, than protesting with signs and stuff because most people are in their windows and in their house and they're afraid. When we protest, we're considered militant, terrorists. So everybody ain't going to come out the house. It's like they're in fear. And every time something drastic happens on the news, you know, they get even more fearful. So we just got to love more. That's my take on it, guys. Thank you. All right, I appreciate you for calling in. Shonda does a lot of great work, Carl. I don't know if you have a Shonda called in maybe like I think our debut of our show. Every time. Uh, yeah, she called in. She's over <laughs> I, our education yeah. department. Yeah, so you know, when it's all about the kids, Carla, you know, of course Shonda, you know, that's why you made a point about when I go to these cities, man, it's my it I always stop a young person and ask what they want to be when they grow up. I'm all, I don't talk no negativity to them. I always talk positive because you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on at home. You know, yeah. that's what I always do, period. Yeah. You know, I think that's very important, man, because a, a lot of our, our young people just need some guidance. They might not, not be getting it at home. You know, they might need to get it from a stranger, you know. So that's why I'm glad you, you mentioned that, uh, Shonda, about, you know, it's very important that, that we that we talk to to other people, other people, kids and strangers, because I, I love doing that. I really love doing that. People might think I'm crazy. I would tell you to drop me off and just let me walk the neighborhood, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you Shonda, you see what we did in, in Alabama. We went to yeah, um, to Alabama, yeah, and we there. went to right. We went there and started talking to our people. You know, well, how, and how after, we we were never afraid of our own people in the beginning. Right. So there was no fear. Right. There was welcome and love. Right. They were happy we were there, knocking on right. their doors, asking right. them to come outside. Right, right. So that's that's what we do, Carla. You know, so yeah. that's why I'm thinking. Like I'm quite sure that we ain't the only ones thinking like this. But like you said, Sean, a lot of people are afraid, and I can't. They're I, very I mean, afraid. I accept that. Yeah. Yeah, I talk to him every day, and I can't too much focus on the Vegas thing when my own friend that I grew up with in my own hometown is a victim of, I don't know, foul play, police brutality, another Sarah Bland. You know, that's shocking to me. You know, I've right, seen it on TV right. with Sarah Bland, now to live it. So it's just a whole nother thing. I kind of get angry, too. So I don't know. I'm just right. pr- staying prayed up, staying covered, staying positive, staying focused and embodying in love. And, you know, right. I think we'll be good. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in, Sean. You keep up the good work. It's not I, as we, and, and New Order for Life. You're welcome, not I, but we. You got it, brother. Thank you, ma'am. Uh-huh. Bye. Thanks, Shonda. 
Thanks for yeah. um, thanks for calling in. I want to give a, a quick plug, you guys, to okay. um, for a show that I'm doing um, under mm-hmm. our my eBuzz talk show here that airs here on EOTMRadio.com. It is um, going to be on the 12th of August at I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> 12th of October at 11 mm-hmm. o'clock, and I'm actually talking with um, former People's Voice presenter and alchemist. She's also a Ugandan princess. Her name is Elizabeth Sinin, and she's going to be stopping by to discuss the state of the state of the world as it is now and the significance of understanding alchemy. So this is okay. part of my whole um, um, spiritual awakening um, mm-hmm. series of shows that I'll be doing right here on EOTMRadio.com. So I'm really excited about that. And, again, that's happening okay. on October the 12th on a Thursday at 11 a.m., um, Pacific Standard Time. So um, you guys make sure you lock that in and check that out, especially if you're on the same path as um, I am and, and many other people today on that spiritual awakening path. You definitely don't want to miss that show. Um, this is also part of the Universal Wave Radio, mm-hmm. which um, is um, attempting to just connecting souls to truth, love, and mm-hmm. neutrality. So yeah, lock well, that most in. Definitely, and Gerald, we, you, we have to. Yeah. Oh, that's no problem. That's no. That's not even a question to be asked. That's one thing about myself personally. It's all about helping each other, Carla. Yeah, you definitely. Know, I mean, that's that's the that's the problem I think in our community. You know, we we selfish. You know, and um, you know, if I can help someone, because when I first moved to Atlanta, there was a lady. It was a lady named Kathy Harris, uh, who helped me out. You know, and because I came from a small city, you know, coming to Atlanta, you know, and she got me into the connections. And then, of course, uh, uh, when I met Ron, look, did I end up meeting you? You know, yeah, I never met yeah, you personally, right. but I heard great things it about like you. So, have. if anybody That's trying crazy. to, it seems think, like oh, we've I met. I, I cannot believe we've met. I cannot believe that. That's crazy. Right, right. Well, right? you know, until I get to Vegas and L.A. <laughs> Right, or unless, if you unless you sneak in this city and don't say that, I won't know. <laughs> like earlier, you almost told on yourself. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, I do have family there, but definitely um, right. I will because it seems like I've met you. It seems like I've known you for a very long time, and we have. We just haven't. Well, you know, we've um, been doing we've this together. Yes, we've been yeah. doing this for a while, right? You remember the, the high-profile case here in Atlanta with Sheriff Victor Hill? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. People I thought that, that I was yeah. crazy when he was fight facing 35 indictments, and he came yeah. to Cobb County, said, Mr. Rose, I need your help. And I know politicians do some dirty work. I'm not stupid, but right, the reason right. why they went after Victor Hill is because he came in office, and he was the only black sheriff, Carla, and he fired a lot of I remember people. that. I was living in Atlanta at the time. Right. I was out there. I Yeah, I was right. in Mexico. Right, so he was here. under attack. Under attack from day one, you know, if, and then he kept putting himself into some bad situations, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But right. Since he's been in office, and he the came crime back. Is down. Yeah, he came back. Yes, the crime <laughs> is down. He runs that jail like boot camp. You don't when you hear Victor Hill, Clayton County. You know, people don't like to get get in trouble out there. You know, yeah, so definitely. apparently his voters have spoken again. You know, so even though he had a some problems the vote that he's doing something you know so right, right. right now you don't hear his name in the media that much 
And his first it was like ongoing, you know, because I think they don't want him out there, but he take care of that county as far as him handling his business and stuff like that, you know. So, but yeah, we've been knowing each other for a while, you know. And um, I'm like I said, when I contact you back, I was glad that you said, "Hey, we're going back on the air." I was very excited. Yeah, say it again, Gerald. I said once you, um, when I had inboxed you and said I wanted to go back on the air, you said yes. I was very excited. A couple yeah. of times when yeah, you hit me, you said, "This is not the time. This is not the time." <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think I kept pressuring you. Know, he's like, "You know what? We got to do this." <laughs> yeah, we we definitely did. We definitely did. And I'm I'm, right. I'm always I'm I'm very happy that um you you were as persistent as you was. I, I want to also mention that mm-hmm. I, I, you know it was a Victor Hill case. Yes, I remember. And then also I, when I was working with Ron Anthony, um, doing mm-hmm. his PR. Um, for his music mm-hmm. career, and then we started working on the um, the Fulton County um, child abuse case. So right, you know, we right, well right, because you know right. I was actively you know doing the press for him on that right, and his, his press right. releases, and then you came aboard with that. So yeah, you did right. some amazing things. I still things can't believe all that stuff that he showed me that no one else wanted to help at that time because it was just yeah, new order right. at that time. The churches was turning mm-hmm. their back. Organizations yeah. was turned. Now Ron didn't see what he done did. You know, now everybody want to kind of jump on the bandwagon. That's just like New Order. Right. When I first started, I was struggling. Yeah. Struggling. And now the people that left New Order would like to come back. And I'm sorry. I hate to close the door, but you wasn't there when we was walking. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase that. When we was crawling, now we're walking during the rough times. Right, right. And now Ron yeah. has really took off. You know, yeah, not yeah. just his child yeah. fighting for other people, and he's really, I applaud that brother. I really do. Yeah, he's an amazing guy. He is. Right. He is really amazing guy. We got about one minute and fifty seven seconds, so um, I'm gonna give it to you, Ron, so you can go ahead and wrap it up in a nice, pretty bow. Okay, you say you're giving it to me. You're giving it. You're giving it. Yeah. Giving me the, the, I'm the, giving the, it to you. The last one minute and forty three <laughs> well, seconds. Well, first of all, it's, it's I want to. I want to thank um, my supporters, even my haters, that keeps me motivated. I want everyone to continue to pray for me, um, to the New Order family. Wow, you just don't know how each city that I travel, um, my team prepares me for each city, you know. And, again, when I went to Detroit, I already knew who the mayor was, the violence, the poverty, the black-owned business that was in that city, you know, so... It's not I, it's we. You know, I'm, I'm encouraging everyone to get involved because, like the young man said earlier, it's going to hit home. You know, one of my members just called in tonight. It hit home, a, a personal friend of hers. So, you know, that what keeps her going in this organization. You know, so that's why I, uh, if you want to be angry, be angry in a positive way. When it's time to vote, get out and vote. That's very important. You know, so we could be angry all day, but if you're not a part of the process and you continue to be angry, you're, you're going to continue to be a part of the problem. You right, know, people right. are mad because, you know, who's in office right now, but who do we blame? You know, so there's a lot going on. And, again, for more information uh, for New Order, please contact us at 1-800-346-5138, or you can visit our website at www.non.com. HRO.org. I got to give a special shout out to my co-host, uh, Miss Carla B. 
you know, and, you know, she, she lives in Vegas, you know, and I feel guilty that it didn't automatically come up uh, when, when, when I, you know, that uh, when I see your name, I'm like, you know, well, Carla's in Vegas now. So, Carla, I'm glad that you're okay, you know, you know, and things like that. So, I'm I, seriously, you know, I was really, when I yeah, found I out, that. you know, I was really worried about that. So, you know, so you really know who your real friends are, you know, right, especially right, in right. time of need. You know, things like that. So, right. Yeah, thanks for that. And that's our Tom. That's our Tom. Until next time, we're here every other Tuesday right here on EOTMRadio.com. You guys have a good night. Talk to you later, Gerald. Have a good night, sir. Peace, y'all. Thank you. The hottest net station in the nation is out now, outshining any other station. So tell a friend and tell a friend by this station. Keep your ears and eyes open like a wound and staying in tune with E-O-T-M Radio. is the hottest net show. All the others With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.